welcome to a look in the future. What would you do out there if you go to the future and start to ask yourself questions? How do you grow your firm? And most importantly, how do you transition to advisory services? Because we all want to know just what that is and how we can do it. Well, luckily for us, we can just ask the time traveler himself, Paul Latham, and learn the knowledge we need our firms today to evolve in advisory services and become the most relevant advisor to our clients. I know we've talked about that before. And now we're lucky because Paul brings three amazing th things with him. Number one, he's built a successful account practice in the UK. So he understands accountants. In fact, he's built his firm to an advisory powerhouse, which sold for $45 million in 2001. Number two, he's taken a business public, built to a market value in excess of 400 million. So he really understands what business owners need in value and what we as accountants need to provide to them. And finally, as I said, number three, we don't need to invent time travel. We can just ask Paul and learn from the transition he made 20 years ago in the UK into providing business advisory services. Because we all know that trend is here in the United States today. I'm Garrett Wagner, your entrepreneurial CPA channel host. And as always, I'm joined by the time traveler himself, the one and only Paul Latham of Hayden Rock Solutions. Now, Paul, we've, we've talked about all kinds of things on these episodes from, from intangibles to value proposition, proposition, creating teams. One of the things we talk about all the time, we kind of sprinkle in there is this word biz. So I thought, Paul, maybe this time we could kind of dive into what biz is, where it came from, and we'll do a couple episodes on this. But let's get started on kind of understanding that concept of biz. Yeah, uh, yeah, look forward to it, uh, Gareth. Um, again, one of my uh, favorite subjects, actually, biz goes back to about 2013, 2014. In fact, I can remember exactly where I was when I um, sort of created uh, biz. It was actually during the 2014 World Cup. Um, but um, ba basically, it, it's a really important part of, of, you know, something like biz, a, a diagnostic process, is a really important part of being a business advisor and I mean just to put this the sort of thing into a little bit of context you can hopefully see it on my screen there um, you know we actually have a couple of types of diagnostics they're both online tools we, we actually just to be clear normally start with something we call a client information questionnaire and that is a much broader type of diagnostic allows an advisor to identify a client's priority needs and then match those needs to a relevant expert and that all links to what we talked about in a previous episode, creating virtual family office. But the second type of diagnostic is what you're referencing, which is the biz diagnostic itself. And obviously that's the focus of this episode. And really there are two big benefits to using something like the biz diagnostic. And, and by the way, the word biz um, actually stands for business intangible solution. So it's actually BIS, but we sort of changed it to become biz as a sort of trading name. Um, but the benefits of the biz diagnostic, firstly, and it sort of goes without saying, is that once a client has completed the diagnostic, it allows you as the advisor to understand their business needs better. And basically, you, you get to understand their frustrations and the, what I call the blockers, the things that are getting in their way. What are their priorities in the short term? What are their goals in the long term? It also, and I would I sort of emphasize this as a, as a benefit, um, quite often, if you're the business advisor, you'll have more than one business owner and getting them 
both or however many owners there are to, to complete the, the, the diagnostic allows you as the advisor to quickly see different thoughts or different opinions from different owners inside the same business. And, and that itself is a fascinating thing to watch. And by the way, business owners love that aspect because they never talk to each other about their business. That's one of the big benefits, allows you to understand the client needs and, and the different thoughts and opinions inside the business. But then in many ways, the principal reason behind the biz diagnostic is to benchmark the business. One of my phrases is, it allows you to assess the strength of the business foundation. So if you think about building a house, if you've only got foundations that are gonna allow you to build you know, one or two stories on a house, but you want to grow and therefore implicitly want to get to three or four stories. If you haven't got strong foundations, you can't grow. And so what the biz diagnostic is really about, way beyond understanding clients' needs, is to, assess the strength of their foundations and really fundamentally answer the question is this business capable of future growth without making changes or improvements to its foundations and by the way typically the answer is no it can't but what it's doing is it's sort of showing the owner that they need to um, make those changes make those improvements and obviously that leads then to work for the advisor um, <clears throat> just take you back just remember um, the, the, the person who will typically be completing this biz diagnostic is your target business owner. I would say 98% you know, of the time, they will have annual revenues more than a million, less than 20 million. Um, they'll probably be in that place I call the in-between zone. In other words, they've gone past entrepreneurial zone, but they're not yet properly managed. And the great thing about asking those types of owners to complete a business a business diagnostic is you know before they've even filled it in what their growth problems are going to be um, they're going to have problems like lack of direction they're not quite sure where they're going they're going to have issues with management training they've probably got people in place called management but who are not trained to manage and that causes problems in the business there's probably problems of team engagement where the team are not all pulling together they're probably growing their revenues, but they're probably not as efficient as they used to be. There'll probably be a lack of accountability in the business. They've probably reached a size where they need new skills. They've probably got an inconsistent value proposition. And because they have an inconsistent value proposition, they probably do too much for the money. And frankly, you don't need a biz diagnostic to be able to guess that your typical client is going to have those problems because they're in the in-between zone. But the great thing is, Although it affirms to you those issues, the really important thing and the key point is that it becomes very quickly uh, as obvious to the owner that they need help to grow the business. And that sort of then positions you as the business advisor to be able to say, here's how I can help you. And, and, and so it's just a, in many ways, it's a step in the sales process. And so what actually happens when people complete um, a biz diagnostic, they, they go through the diagnostic, there's an algorithm within the diagnostic that produces a biz rating percentage, which essentially ranks the business. And, and that sort of ranking and, and, and the issues that I've just illustrated that come out of a diagnostic, which are as predictable as morning following evening, um, that becomes a key first step in any business advisory process. And essentially what the biz diagnostic allows you to do in a nutshell is understand needs, benchmark the business, 
become a key part of the sales process and then also allows you to assess future progress because you can keep repeating doing the biz diagnostic and showing the rating improving and I always say to accountants it's sort of like the equivalent of you doing your annual accounts every year you do annual accounts and that's your way of benchmarking progress or maybe lack of progress in a business and it's just the same with the biz diagnostic the only difference is that here you're doing you're assessing business intangibles in your benchmarking and that's in a very high level uh, Gareth that's what we do with the biz diagnostic I know Paul I've always impressed whenever I use the biz diagnostic how much it does help just really clarify that direction that we talk about to the owners because it becomes much more black and white you know because anybody not anybody some CPAs can sit there with their clients and just do this kind of off the hip you know they can say oh you need this that or whatever and they feel great hmm. but it's hard to pull it back to quantifiable number and amount not everybody can do that and this biz really does that it allows you to take your clients through a consistent process and really lay out what it is and I know one of my favorite numbers on there is the chance of business success yes um, you know it's always almost always in the single digits and yeah one of my favorite things is when the clients ask like so is this out of 10 um, you know, because of a wake-up call, like <coughs> hey, my, my business has a three percent chance of success. And you kind of say, Well, look at like you're not running like a properly managed business, like you probably <coughs> Yeah, it, it goes back it, it goes back to those foundations, Gareth. You know, yeah. it, it, if you know you've only got foundations capable of holding two stories and said, What are my chances of being able to build the third and fourth without changing the foundations, then obviously the chances are pretty low. People do get confused with that percentage. It, it is, all it is saying is, what are your chances of making significant growth, like doubling the size of your business without making any changes? And, and, the, and the answer is, um, they're really low. They're really low. Um, you know, snowballs, snowballs chance in hell, basically. Uh, you're not gonna grow, you're not gonna double. Yeah, because that, that business owner is kind of that, like another thing we talk about, that boiling frog. They don't always kind of realize how bad it is. So yeah. it kind of helps you quantify that with your clients. It gives you a great framework to just have a, a structured conversation, a structured assessment, yeah. that whether you're an extrovert, introvert, accountant, you can use yeah. this tool to do it. And, and I think <laughs> um, because it's structured, what you're not doing is you're not putting your own personal prejudice on it because um, everyone has their own personal prejudice and the things they like doing the most. No, you, you let the owner complete it. It's their answers, it's their result, and it sort of prioritizes their needs. And it, and it means you have a, a structured way to do it that doesn't sort of prejudge where they need most help. Exactly. So Paul, someone else you mentioned here, well, let's, let's dive in a little bit. You kind of talk about this algorithm, this kind of the magic algorithm, coming from the yeah. future back to help, with all of that, I know we're almost out of time, but what do you think next time we dive into how this algorithm come about? Yeah, absolutely. I, uh, it's, it's sort of an interesting process and we'll, we'll talk about it in the next episode, Garrett, but it, but it is an interesting process once you actually put your mind around creating an algorithm for the success, future success of a business. So but yeah, let's talk about it. Perfect. Well, Paul, thank you so much for the time and the insight. And finally for our audience, getting to understand more about what that biz survey is, we talk about so much. And if you want to see what the biz means to you inside your organization, your company, click the link below, take a minute, sign up for your own free biz survey. See where you stand today. See what your chance of long-term business success is. How many extra stories can you build on that house? I highly encourage you. Take the test. You'll be great to kind of walk through what it looks like on the client side. 
and the delivery side to help you better understand advisory services. So as always, thank you for watching. You can click to subscribe to the YouTube channel to stay up to date. And as always, we challenge you today to take action to change the world and invest in yourself.